Hey, I want to tell you a way that you can uh, save money. Hello, America. Welcome to the uh, program. It is Friday. Uh, Our sponsor is The Zebra. This is a way for you to really stop overpaying for car insurance. Um, They have saved people over $21 billion. Searching for a better deal can take hours, typically results in a barrage of unwanted spam calls until now, thanks to TheZebra.com. TheZebra.com, nation's leading car insurance comparison site, because it is the only place where you can compare quotes side by side from over 100 providers and choose the best one for you in 90 seconds or less. I've done this. It'll save you a buttload of money. They'll never sell your information to the spammers. It's not one company trying trying to get your deal they just are trying to compare apples to apples answer a few questions on a simple fast form they find the best rates for coverage in your state TechCrunch calls it the kayak for auto insurance best part completely free save up to $670 a year using the zebra.com the zebra.com go there now zebra.com slash back do it now the zebra.com slash back America, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. So there's no debate next week. Uh, Biden said he was going to show up, even if he doesn't show up. And then he went and scheduled uh, his own little town hall with ABC. Maybe ABC can do what NBC did last week and find all supporters for Joe Biden and claim they're undecideds. At the same time, the FBI, thank God, the Department of Justice, thank God, has stopped the Wolverine Watchmen. If you don't know this story, you need to hear it, and you need to hear the truth about it. And we do that in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I want you to meet Larry. Uh, Larry's a nice guy who works over at the local bait and tackle shop during the week. And he tells customers the same joke about getting his hair cut at the bobber shop. <laughs> he eats whole onions for lunch sometimes. And his taste in fashion is uh, questionable, to say the least. But on the weekend, Larry uh, runs the bait and tackle shop, does real estate. Yes, sir. You're looking at, are you, you're from around here? You, you come into town, you think about moving? Because I'm also a real estate man. Larry is your guy, really, right? I mean, uh, he might, and I stress might, get your home sold, find you a new one inside of a year, but you also get bait and tackle. Or you could go with real estate agents I trust. One of the most important decisions you're ever going to make. Trust the genuine experts to help you buy and sell a home. Real estate agents that we work with are full-time, fully committed to helping you realize your home buying and home selling goals. Sorry, bait not included. 
Ah, you might want to at least ask him about the tackle. They're going they're going to put a team of experts together for you and get things done. Or you can go with Larry. Real estate agents I trust. The name says it all. Real estate agents I trust.com. Real estate agents I trust.com. Now, I'm not a secret agent or anything. I'm not part of MI6. But I am a thinker. And I want to talk to you about the Wolverine Watchmen. Oh, that sounds scary. The Wolverine Watchmen. Yeah, they're a militia group. Ooh, that means white supremacists. Yeah, it's that dog whistle. Listen, I'm going to blow it. Ha ha ha! You couldn't hear it, could you? No, you couldn't. Because there is no dog whistle. However, however, the word uh, militia immediately makes you think of white supremacist, which may or may not be accurate. In this particular case, we don't have any evidence that they are white supremacist. Uh, we don't have any evidence. Well, let me, let me start at the beginning. There is a plot to kidnap and possibly kill Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Um, what they planned on doing, this is 13 of these Cretans, 13 uh, now charged with domestic terrorism. They are extremists. Now, this is according to uh, Dana Nessel, the attorney general in um, in Michigan. She said the extremists were hoping to recruit new members, hoping to recruit new members by seizing on a moment of civil unrest to wreak havoc on the country. She identified the group as the Wolverine Watchmen. Ooh. The members, accused of other things, conducting surveillance outside Whitmer's vacation residence, using code language and encrypted messages to throw off police, plant a bomb under the bridge to divert law enforcement. These guys were, I mean, they were really serious. They talked about, you know, we're going to knock on the front door, and when she comes, we should kidnap her, boss? Oh, gee, boss, I don't know. Should we kidnap her? No. (laughs) Just... Capper, they were talking about killing the uh, governor of Michigan. I just want to thank God for the DOJ. I want to thank God for the FBI. I want to thank God for all of the investigators and the state police in Michigan. They were on these guys, and they have them dead to rights. They were, they were going to have a, uh, a big weekend out in the woods practicing. Okay, I'm going to pretend I knock. Hello? Yes, I'm the governor. They were going to do that this weekend. But the feds were on them. Now, the press is uh, saying that there's an increase in anti-government rhetoric. Oh, my. Really? Have you heard that? There's an anti-government rhetoric? 
And there's a reemergence of groups that embrace extremist ideologies. This is more than just a political disagreement or passionate advocacy. Some of these groups is to create chaos and inflict harm on others. Now, this is coming. I I am sitting down. If I pass out for a minute, I just. uh, Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Sometimes. Wow. Sometimes I hear something so shocking that I just pass out. We're talking about a group of people that are angry and want to overthrow the government. The suspect called on other members to identify the home addresses and law enforcement officers in order to target them. They made threats of violence to instigate a civil war leading to societal collapse. Oh, sorry, I haven't heard words like that in a while. I I got to can we get some I don't know. We don't I don't even know what smelling salts are. Can we bring something in that smells? But bring Jeffy in. Just in case I need to be. Nestle said the suspects called on other members to identify the home addresses of law enforcement officers in order to target them. According to federal, according to federal court records, the group hoped to carry out this mission before the November 3rd election and then try Whitmer for treason. The plot, however, was foiled following a federal investigation. That involved paid undercover informants and 200 state and federal law enforcement officials executing search warrants in more than a dozen cities around the state, including uh, Belleville, Cadillac, can't, it doesn't matter. Uh, the director of the Michigan State Police, which was involved in the case, said the nature of the case is rather unprecedented. This case is one of the largest cases in recent history that the Michigan State Police have been involved in. Sends a very vivid reminder that while we may be in a period of discourse with fighting across the nation, law enforcement stands united. Okay. All right. So do we have this now? The alleged plot against the governor marks the second major militia case brought by federal officials in michigan in the last decade uh 2009 there were arrests of another uh, militia members charged with plotting to revolt against the government that included killing police officers with guns and bombs all right now first of all let me condemn this let me tell you this is exactly what we told you would happen i don't know back in 2009 We told you, be very careful on who you're standing with. Now, I don't think anybody in this audience is standing with these guys or anybody like these guys. These guys are not on the right. These guys are not Tea Party members. They're not Trump supporters. Uh, That's the truth. You're not going to. And I'll back it up. That's the truth that you're not going to hear anywhere else. Why? Why? What I told you in 2008 and 2009, everybody said, that's crazy. I told you, communist, socialists, anarchists, Islamists, and others will all gather together and they will coordinate. Even even if they will, even if they don't actually pick up the phone and call each other, even if they don't like each other, 
they don't talk to each other. They've never communicated with each other. They will see now is the time. Oh, wait, wait, hold it just a second. Wait a minute. It doesn't that just say that in that story that they they said oh, it sends a very very right it might be their discourse fighting across the nation. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where was that? And uh, uh, they were they were embracing extremist ideologies. Uh, this is a group's mission to simply create chaos and inflict harm on others. This is happening because people are taking advantage by seizing on a moment of civil unrest. Hmm. It's almost like these groups will work together to destroy capitalism, the free market, the United States, and the Western world. Hmm. Boy, that still sounds crazy, doesn't it? So let's condemn... Let's condemn clearly these people. And let's make sure you know who they are. The disaffected misfits, the militia. Psst, we mean white supremacists and Trump supporters. These guys were upset about Whitmer's economic lockdown. Were they? Were they? Yes, and the group talked about creating a society that followed the U.S. Bill of Rights, where they could be self-sufficient. Oh, man. You know who else likes the Bill of Rights? Tea partiers. Donald Trump supporters. Yeah, but I have a hard time connecting the Bill of Rights with kidnapping and killing the governor. You know? You, know, you see what I'm saying there? I'm having a really hard time with that it's not a new thing yes the fbi finds these people all the time joe uh, joe uh, joe biden uh, echoed the words of whitmer whitmer said just last week president of the united states stood before the american people and refused to condemn white supremacists and hate groups like these two M- michigan militia groups Hate, hate groups heard the president's words, did they? Well, this is also what Biden said. There's no place for hate in America. We've been talking about this for some time. How white supremacists and these militias, they're a genuine threat, he said. I want to compliment the FBI and the police agencies on what they did, how they stepped up. But these groups took the president's words to heart. You've heard me say this before. They can cause a nation and the market to rise or fall, bring war or peace. Oh, yeah. But words can also breathe oxygen into those who are filled with hate and danger. And I just think it has to stop. The president has to realize the words he utters matters. Really? Then he referenced the Charlottesville very fine people hoax. We'll give you that audio here if I have time. I, I played it again yesterday. That's not what you know. What play the please play the please play the president's words on what he said before he said there were very fine people. He's referencing the Charlottesville. Also had people that were very fine people on both sides. On both sides. You had people in that group. There excuse he is. me. Excuse me. There I saw the same is. picture. 
He's talking about the Klan. He's talking about the white supremacists. No, right before he said that, the media keeps editing out this. And you had people, and I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists, because they should be condemned totally. But you had many people in that group other than neo-Nazis and white nationalists, okay? Mmm. Mmm. Hmm. That's weird. That's weird. Biden said that Trump said they're very good people on both sides. <laughs> Why can't the president just just deny these people? He did. He did. That's a lie. Now, let me tell you another lie. The lie that these are Trump supporters. All right. Well, Brandon Caserta charged with conspiracy to kidnap and commit kidnapping after the alleged scheme to nab Whitmer at her summer home, the governor's official summer residence. They were going to kill her. What did he say? Quote, Trump is not your friend, dude. He said this with an anarchist flag hanging above his shoulder. And it amazes me that people actually, like, believe that when he's shown over and over and over again that he's a tyrant. Every single person that works for the government is your enemy, dude. Well, I like to follow anybody who says the word dude. Oh, there's a there's another Cretan. Another Cretan. Several members talked about murdering tyrants and taking a sitting governor. The group talked about creating a society where they could be self-sufficient. They discussed different ways of achieving this goal, from peaceful endeavors to violent actions. At one point, several members talked about the state governments they believe were violating the U.S. Constitution. But are these people really for the Constitution? In the picture, in the videos, where he's sitting with the anarchist's Antifa flag behind him, he's talking about the Constitution is illegitimate. Authority doesn't really exist. The law doesn't exist. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. The law doesn't exist. Hmm. That's almost like there is no truth. He called the police obedient order followers. This group hated the government. They hated Donald Trump. They hated uh, police officers. What more do you need? Oh, oh, and then they had the anarchist flag behind them. What part of that sounds like the half of the country that doesn't hate America, that does like law and order, that does think the government is legitimate, who does think the Constitution isn't being followed, but should be, who does believe in the rule of the law, in of the law, who, who does believe that there are people out there that want to create chaos and destroy the country. Does, hmm, that doesn't sound like the right-wing militia does it 
But I have a bigger question for the press, and we do that in 60 seconds. Patriot Mobile, uh, it's not every day that you get to use a great product with great features and make a stand about the things you believe in. Uh, Patriot Mobile gives you that opportunity. It shares your values. It won't send your hard-earned earn money to aid the destruction of America. They work for conservative causes in their off hours, not against them. You're going to get the same nationwide service, all while supporting a company that loves America, shares your values, supports our police. Switching is easy. Keep your phone number, bring your own, bring your own phone, or buy a new one. Now their best offer yet, get one month of, of service or free phone plus free activation with the offer code Beck. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Call their U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Veterans and first responders can save even more, so please make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or 972-PATRIOT. 10 seconds, station ID. You know, as I said, I'm not a super secret spy. However, I do have a couple of questions. Here's my first one, and probably the only one needs to be asked. I compliment the DOJ and the federal officers that have stopped this evil plot, and it is an evil plot, would put us into civil war, something like this. However, I would like to know how the FBI, how the federal officers in the Department of Justice have been able to crack this case and even have all the video and be able to tell me what color their underwear is, and yet they haven't been able to figure out if Antifa is being funded by the left. Hmm. Maybe we should call Daniel Craig. Maybe we should maybe we should uh, we should call M to find out what's going on. How is it the FBI can crack this case which they should? Have him dead to rights, but they still can't figure out anything about the riots. Oh my gosh! I get, and you know what? I the the Russia thing. I we haven't been able to put a case together on that one at all. What the hell is going on? What the hell is going on? This country is being set up with a Reichstag fire kind of event. Pray for our country, our constitution, and the president. This is the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Jim Jordan's coming up next. American Financing, if you're a homer, a homeowner, a homer, dope, you know, might know a thing or two about stability and hard work, about sacrifice and desire. Owning a home is the anchor of stability in your life, financially and otherwise. It's where you make the memories of your family. It's where you do your most important work. In the walls, the four walls of your home. But it comes as a cost. And if you've been paying on the mortgage for any length of time, you know what I mean. But is your mortgage now charging you 4% or more? 
even down in the higher threes, you can dramatically reduce your monthly payment. Call the mortgage consultants at American Financing today. You need to consider a mortgage refi. They're the people you need to talk to about. They know what they're doing, and they're not in it for the bank. They're in it for you. American Financing at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or AmericanFinancing.net. Hey, my podcast uh, for Blaze is already out. You can watch it if you're a Blaze TV member. It's gad sad. It's unbelievable. Check it out now. Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Uh, There's a lot going on, and I can't take the lies. I, I can't. I, I we're going to lose the republic if Donald Trump loses and uh, these all of these things that have been going on over the last four years remain in place. We don't have a real republic anymore. A guy who is one of the watch uh, watchmen on the gates uh, serves as the ranking member of the House Judiciary Committee on the and uh, the uh, House Oversight uh, Committee. His name is Jim Jordan, one of the more conservative guys. In fact, I think the most conservative guy in uh, Congress. Welcome, Jim. How are you? I'm doing fine, Glenn. Good to be with you today. Thank you very much. So I want to I want to talk okay. to you about several things. Uh, but uh, first of all, let me start with the Whitmer thing. Um, I condemn this. This is these are not right wing people. Uh, they're not constitutionalists. Uh, they hate Donald Trump in their own words. And yep. the video has the black anarchist flag behind them. Now, yeah, I'm glad the FBI took them down. But can you tell me why the hell we can take they, these guys down in a seemingly such short order, but we're still asking the question if there's any coordination <laughs> with Antifa? Yeah, no, I, I, I look, I'm like you. These guys are these guys are crazy, and, and, it, and it's great that the FBI is uh, is, is going after them and, and, and arresting these guys. And they uh, should. Yeah, and, and yeah, and they should. You're right, but but also look at Antifa. What is it now? 120 some days yeah. straight that they've been laying siege to the to the city of Portland. I mean, literally laying siege to a city. Um, so we, we need to figure out, and we've we've talked to the Justice Department about this. We need to figure out who's financing these folks. Well, wait, 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 wait. What is the justice? I'm, you know, uh, I'm sorry, Congressman, because I'm not coming out, at, you know, on, on you hard. I really not. You're one of the good guys. But I am so frustrated with hearing about, oh, well, the Justice Department and, and Bill Barr is going to be doing, you know, all the when, when. <laughs> yeah, well, you. You, you and, a, you and a, all kinds of other Americans, Glenn, you and millions of other Americans, because we, well, let's just go back to the FBI, to, to, the, uh, to the whole uh, Trump-Russia hoax that we now know without a doubt. We knew this already, but now we have proof without a doubt was a hoax that Clinton made it up to cover up her, the, the fact that she destroyed 30,000 emails. We got, that, we got Brennan's notes this week. So we, we, we know what, what took there. It is time to figure out, can, can we actually arrest some people here? Can we indict some people here? So well, yesterday, um, yesterday, the frustration. yesterday, Trump said that, uh, you know, A.G. Uh, Barr has more than enough evidence to indict members of the Obama administration. And I think he went as far as uh, saying Obama for the Trump, you know, uh, Russia stuff. Uh, he said it included Obama and Joe Biden. So, well, 
Do you know what? And what the pre- what the president is referencing there? And then look, Bill Barr has done a done a good job, and I, I appreciate the work he's doing. But like so many Americans, we are all like, come on, we 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 know what happened here. But what I think the president's referring to is the now famous January fifth meeting, January fifth, twenty seventeen, when they are in the White House with it's Obama, it's Biden, it's Susan Rice. The now famous email fifteen days later, where Susan Rice. Uh, does the, the the greatest cover your backside email in history mm-hmm. and says, oh, the president told us to do it all by the book. But that's the meeting where they decided we have to get Michael Flynn because Michael Flynn is former head of defense intelligence. We'll figure out what we did. We have to cover it up. And the only way to cover it up is to get rid of the guy who was former head of defense intelligence, who's now going to be the national security advisor to the president of the United States. And so that's the day they have to plan to take out Michael Flynn. And they did it just 19 days later, January 24th, four days into the administration when they went in and set up Michael Flynn. Okay, so so, so we know that. Right, we know that. We've had that. But now we also have evidence that the president was briefed by Brennan. By Brennan. Twice. So, I mean, this this goes back all the way to the summer before during the election. Right. No, it goes back to three days before. It goes back to July 28th, three days before they open the investigation, three days before that, Britain tells them it's a hoax. Clinton's doing it to take the heat off of her. Clinton's do this to to to, uh, you know, conjure this whole thing up three days before, three days later on July 31st, they open the investigation. So those two things, that July 28th notes and then what happened on January 5th, 2017, that seems to point to right to the president and to Mr. uh, And to the vice president, uh, Vice President Biden. And I think that's what the president's referring to. So, again, the, the, we can't you and I can't indict anyone. Right. And, you know, you, you know, do know. a great job of giving people information. And I'm in Congress. What I can do is, is and we did this. We talked about there were just a handful of us three and a half years ago, mm-hmm. a handful of us who were talking about this. And no one wanted to help us. And frankly, we had we had leaders back then in the Republican Party who tried to stop this. But we said something smells wrong here. And the more we dug into it the more we figured out there was a rat here. And now it's, not, now it's time for the Justice Department to figure out if they're going to indict someone, and if they're going to do it, they need to do it, but we can't control that. Okay, so here's, here's the problem, as I see. The republic is at stake. You've, I'm sure you have read the, uh, at least the executive summary of the, you know, what is it, the, the Transition Integrity Project. Have you read that yet? I'm not, but I've heard about this. Oh, my gosh. I've heard I'm about gonna, it, but I'm not ready. My staff will send you all of the notes, and it's not mm-hmm. our opinion. It's their words. These mm-hmm. are the same exact people that were involved back then, and it is a yep. plot to repeat the 1876 election where it was absolute chaos, and I'm yep. telling you, it's insurrection. How, when... When is something going to happen? Is there anyone? I mean, I don't believe that A.G. Barr is a member of the deep state, but there is a there is a group of people who don't care about the election that are just going on and running this country. If we don't get it before Trump leaves office, God forbid, we're not going to get it and we lose the republic. No, that that and that concerns me. That, that concerns me. Uh, that that you know. But but here's the good news. Look, look, look. Uh, I, I understand what the deep state wants to do. I understand some of these folks and what they're trying to do. But the good news is, I think the president's going to win. I think he's going. Mean, you can feel it in in our state. You know, he won our state by eight and a half, and we're always considered the the, the swing state, Ohio. Right. Right. Uh, but but he won. And it feels exactly like 2016. In some ways, it feels like there's more energy for the president 
uh, well, now it, than there was. At least there was there was some energy behind Hillary Clinton being the first woman, et cetera, et cetera. There's no energy behind Joe Biden. None. <laughs> well, no, of course not. This, this this election is about the president. It's about the president. And and uh, uh, the energy, the positive energy for the president is is something I've just not seen. You, you can the Trump parades, the boat parades, you can the, the flags everywhere. You can see it across our great state. And frankly, I've traveled around the country and you can feel I was, I've been in Wisconsin. I've been in Pennsylvania. I'm going to be in Texas. I'm going to be in Florida uh, later tonight. You can you can feel that as well. Uh, because they know this guy has been fighting for us. And here's the thing I always come back to. Remember the other night when, when, when Kamala Harris says she, she said you can't, she, she couldn't trust the president. I'm like, you can't trust the president. This guy, more than any president in our lifetimes, Glenn, has done more of what he said he would do than uh-huh. anyone. He said he would cut taxes, cut taxes, said he'd reduce regulations, reduce regulations, said he'd have a great economy, had the greatest economy ever before the virus and his coming back. Said he'd build the wall. He's built the wall. Said he'd get out of the Iran mm. deal, got out of the Iran. Said he put the embassy in Jerusalem, put it in Jerusalem. Said he'd get a new NAFTA, new NAFTA. And said, here's the best one. He said, I'm going to give you a list of the people I will choose from for the Supreme Court. Put out a list. Chose from that list, Gorsuch and Kavanaugh. They're now on the court. Then he said, you know what? I'm going to do it again. Put out a list. Chose from that list with the passing of Justice Ginsburg and picked uh, Amy Coney Barrett. This guy, more than any public official, more than any politician, has done what he has said he would do. That's what the American people understand. That's what, that's what the vice president communicated the other night. And that's why I think he's going to win. And I think, frankly, it could be big. Uh, from your lips to God's ear. I, I, if, if I didn't have the mainstream media telling and filling your head or my head with polls uh, that I think are wildly inaccurate. And you can prove those uh, by looking at the methodology. Um, If I didn't have that, I would say this is going to be a landslide because the left is so out of touch with the American, with the traditional American viewpoints. Let me, I I know we're pressed for time. So let me just ask a a couple of, uh, uh, a couple of other questions. Brennan has laughed off the claims that Hillary approved the Russian hoax. The media is still treating, you know, everything they're saying is fact. Uh, how, 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 how does this story end for the media? What has to happen before the, the facts are actually called facts? No, with the mainstream press, it'll never happen. But, but again, the, the American people can see through the mainstream media. Well, well we got the story today. Steve Scully is, is, is colluding with what, what uh, Scaramucci, some, 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 uh, some email today. We, we, they're never going to, to, to see. This is the same mainstream media where you had 15 people who traveled with the president who said oh, that, no. that, that the comments that were printed by four anonymous sources, and they believe the anonymous sources, when you had 15 eyewitnesses. So when you have when you have John Bolton, who wrote an anti-Trump book, say that's not true. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So the, the mainstream press is just the Democrat Party uh, pretending that they're doing some okay. kind of journalism when we know they're not. So uh, I don't I don't ever think they're going to come around to the truth. But the American people get the truth and uh, they know what the, what they did to this president was was uh, was completely wrong. And they started before he was even even elected the only reason i can think nancy pelosi is pulling this 25th amendment stunt is because she's trying to wear the american people out and just go i can't do this for another four years yeah probably so because uh, you know if you're so confident if you believe all these polls then then you know there's an election in 26 days what, right. what, what are you what are you focusing on the 25th amendment for right i mean th- th- that's that that if, if joe biden is kicking everyone's tail and he's going to win this thing why is he campaigning in pennsylvania 
right? Well, it seems to me he should be campaigning in Wyoming, for goodness sake, if he's up by, if he's up by that amount. That amount uh, that. So I'm like you. But remember this. Cato did a survey. Now, if you can trust this survey, which wasn't per se about politics. Cato did a simple survey. They said, are you comfortable speaking your mind in the cancel culture environment that we find ourselves in? They asked the question, are you comfortable speaking out? 62% of Americans said, I'm reluctant to share my views in the cancel culture environment we find ourselves in. Well, if 62% of Americans are reluctant to share their views on a, on a kind of a generalized question, might they be a little less than straightforward yeah. on a poll asking about the most controversial figure in, in probably our lifetimes in American politics, President Trump? I, I, think, I think they might. So I don't buy the polls because they're, they're no different than they were in 16 when President Trump won this election. Um, Twitter locked the account of the former uh, DNI, uh, the director of national intelligence, uh, Rick Grinnell. Rick he, Grinnell shared, yeah. he shared an image of ballots sent to him by a friend living in California who says they were addressed to his parents who have been dead for 10 years. Why was this, this happening? Why, why can't we talk about this? Why, why do they yeah, feel they have to uh, ban him now for that? Yeah, well, there's two, two questions there. First of all, why did they ban him? And the second question is, look what's happening with these ballots. We have a staff person in our office who, lives in, uh, who got four, uh, uh, four other ballots sent to her residence. Four other ballots. People who had already moved. Now, you don't think there's potential for mischief there. What, mm. Glenn, why is there just one party who thinks it's okay to count ballots after Election Day even if you can't distinguish the postmark date on the envelope the ballot arrived in. Why is that the case? Why would there be only one party who wants that to happen? Th- that is the position we find, because that's exactly what's going to happen in Pennsylvania. Well, I, that uh, is scary stuff. Jim, I will tell you that I, I fear for the voices. If they can take uh, Grinnell and silence him here, here with evidence yep. in his own life, we're not going to be able to defend the president or the election uh, on social media yeah. at all because they will silence all of our voices. I am glad yeah. you are in Congress. Thank you so much for all that you do yeah, and, uh, and stay in touch. You bet. Thank you. Yeah. Next few weeks going to prove uh, really interesting. By the way, uh, we have John Solomon coming up uh, with some new information that you don't want to miss. Next few weeks are going to be very interesting for Americans. Uh, the election is most certainly going to be contested. There's, I believe there's going to be rioting in the streets all over the country uh, and, uh, and real civil unrest. How ready are you for the gathering storm? Is your home secure? Because people will use the chaos to do all kinds of things. Simply Safe makes it easy and affordable to have the best home security on the market. May I suggest you get your house protected, especially with Simply Safe, because they will call police. They have video verification and the police will know. Don't put that house on the bottom of the list. There's actually something going on. It's just not a faulty alarm. They have state of the art equipment, round the clock monitoring. It's a no brainer. SimplySafeBeck.com. Go there now. SimplySafeBeck.com. You're listening to Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck program. Hey, we are uh, all of us under attack, and um, I would ask you to pray for Candace Owens. Candace Owens uh, almost died uh, from COVID-19. She's pregnant. She also has asthma. She has had this ever since she was little. She's had to be in and out of the hospital for, for her whole life for asthma. 
Um, she was uh, she went into uh, the hospital last night because she couldn't breathe. Um, her lungs were seizing up and the doctors would not at the hospital would not give her the nebulizer to be able to open her lungs back up because of covid-19 restrictions they couldn't they couldn't do that uh she uh, is home and she is luckily doing much much better um but uh just pray for candace Owens. pray for <laughs> Pray for anyone who is on the uh, light side of this darkness, um, because uh, they're all under attack. And quite frankly, so are our families. Um, So please um, keep everybody in your prayer. Another thing, uh, a a programming note. um, This program is uh, carried by the Premier Radio Networks, which is also the network that has uh, Sean Hannity and Rush Limbaugh. And today, Rush is off, uh, but his fill-in guest host is Donald Trump. And uh, he's going to be uh, uh, doing the Rush Limbaugh show today as Rush uh, recovers from more of his treatment. Uh, That's probably the best guest host I've ever heard uh, today on the Rush Limbaugh program. Okay, coming up in just a second, we uh, we have... uh, John Solomon, the guy who has been breaking all of the the Ukraine, all of the big state stuff that has been going on. He is joining us now. Uh, he's going to be uh, talking to you about what's going on with the investigation and the the letters and the papers that have been declassified this week. This is the Glenn Beck program. Hey, everybody knows PayPal. But did you know that they were teaming up with Honey to save you money? Honey is the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. And now it's part of the PayPal family. Just add Honey to your computer and shop on all of your favorite sites like normal. When it comes to checkout, just click the little Apply Coupons button when it pops up. A few seconds later, Honey scans the database for all the working coupons on the web and watch your price drop. Honey works on nearly every online store, Walmart, DoorDash, Home Depot, uh, Lululemon, Macy's. Honey has found over $2 billion in savings. That's why they have over 100,000 five-star reviews on Google Chrome Store. Not using Honey is literally passing up free money. It is free to use and installs in just a couple of seconds. Get money for free by joining Honey. Joinhoney.com slash back. That's joinhoney.com slash back. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I want to talk to you about Built Bar, uh, the new Built Bar. Uh, the new flavors are just really, really good. Lemon cheesecake. Uh, this is the one my wife. My wife loves uh, the Mounds Bars. Not Almond Joy. Don't get her an Almond Joy. I learned that really quickly. Uh, this a coconut with real chocolate. It is so good. They're high protein, low calorie, high fiber, low carb. Uh, Tanya uh, invited me to try these a long time ago, and I would never eat them because they're protein bars. They're healthy. They can't be good. This one, her favorite, uh, which is the coconut chocolate coconut, it tastes just like a Mounds bar. It really does. Uh, 130 calories. 
I mean, it's really, really good stuff. Uh, just check them out and uh, and find your favorite. Mine is the uh, chocolate mint. Unbelievable. BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code BECK. Get $10 off your first order. Promo code BECK. BuiltBar.com. All right. We have uh, John Solomon and some breaking news coming up. America, they they caught these guys who are pigs, anarchists. They're not white supremacist uh, right wing guys. By the way, most Nazis, in fact, by definition, Nazis are socialists. Uh, ask Richard Spencer. He wants to abolish the Constitution. That's not a right idea. These guys in Michigan, real dirtbags, um, but they are, they're anarchists. They had the anarchist flag, and they hate Donald Trump in their own words. So don't listen to that bullcrap, but they are behind bars. I would sure like to know how the FBI can do such a great job on this, and yet when it comes to Antifa, when it comes to, I don't know, the whole Russian investigation, man, they just can't get out of first gear. Isn't that weird? We talked to John Solomon in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right. So do you remember? I mean, you know, I'm in my 50s, so maybe maybe you don't remember. But I remember going to the store and my mom used to clip coupons. My grandmother would sit there with the Sunday circulars and she would cut all all of the coupons. My mom would do the same. And then it was always embarrassing. Like, Mom, just please just pay the price. It's only saving a dime. Uh, that's not happening anymore, and you don't need that to happen anymore. You don't need coupons. You don't even need a promo code if you have honey. Hmm, what's Honey? Honey is an app. It's an online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. All you have to do is download Honey to your computer or your device, then shop at your favorite websites like normal. When you get to checkout, you hit the Honey app and it starts lowering your price. It's amazing. It's free. You don't have to pay a dime for it. You can earn gift card rewards when you shop with Honey. And here's the deal, because there's always when it's free, you're the pro- you're the product not in this case the information is not harvested honey makes all of its money on the seller side of things so the seller wants you to be able to get these discounts so you'll buy their products that's how honey makes their money not harvesting you honey has found over 17 million members over 2 billion dollars in savings Find out how much is waiting for you. Go to honey, get joinhoney.com slash Beck. That's joinhoney.com slash Beck. Download the app. It's free and start shopping and paying less. Now, joinhoney.com slash Beck. So we, during the impeachment hearing, we did a lot of research to try to figure out what was really going on. 
Well, one of the guys who was the leading voice and way ahead of anyone else and still is today is John Solomon. He's the author of a new book called Fallout. He is also the CEO and editor-in-chief of Just the News. If you don't have this page bookmarked, you should. Just the News is a new news site that uh, John has put together, and it's really good. Um, Welcome, Mr. Solomon. How are you, sir? Uh, Great to be with you, Glenn. Thank you so much, and thanks for that introduction. You bet. You bet. Um, So I want to talk to you about a a couple of things. Uh, First of all, let me just start with that obvious question. How can the FBI do such a great job on the Whitmer plot and yet still be completely seemingly in the dark about Antifa. (laughs) uh, And we haven't had any action on, on uh, the Russian collusion story. Yeah, listen, I think that's why people see it, this dual justice of system. We've seen it throughout. You know, Mike Flynn gets charged with a, a lying for a lie he didn't tell. And um, Andy McCabe doesn't get charged for a lie he did tell. All throughout the last four years, we've seen this dual system of justice. There's one for everyday Americans, and it seems conservatives. And there's another one for the Department of Justice. And and at the end mm-hmm. of the day, what you're seeing, these, you're seeing these institutions, the FBI, the CIA, the NSC, they're all protecting themselves instead of telling the American people the truth and holding those accountable who carried out you know, the greatest dirty political trick in, in American history. So Donald Trump is surrounded by uh, people that, you know, you could call deep staters, uh, people that are just b- b- covering their own ass and don't want anything to change. I don't know how one man can do this, but is there a chance we clean this up? Because if, if not, we don't have really a republic. We don't have one. Yeah, listen, that is the real question, right? And I do think that the president remains determined. I think you're going to see the president do something very dramatic in the next couple of days, which is mm. no longer wait for the federal agencies to release the documents he's ordered multiple times since May 19th. I think he's going to release them himself. Uh, I have a story up on Justin News right now that has the 40 documents that Trump should still release that would really finish the story, complete the picture, show who did what, who should be held accountable. And I bet you the president has the moxie to just go do this himself. He's no longer going to wait for the agency. But the other thing that has to happen, those who committed crimes have to be prosecuted. This will become the new norm. I know people are frustrated by Durham and Barr, but everything I'm seeing is a very serious, real uh, criminal case. I think they're getting very close to making more, bigger, more dramatic indictments. It may not happen before the election, which is tragic for the American voter. But I do think there's going to be some additional accountability meted out between now and the end of the year. But not knowing what happened before you go into the 2020 election, what happened in the 2016 election is a travesty. And it shows that the deep state already won. So can you can you tell me, do, Trump said, yes, I think it was yesterday, that they have enough evidence to go all the way to uh, Barack Obama. I believe you do with that. Uh, what was it? January 5th uh, meeting where it's all handwritten notes. Um, I mean, that is that that makes this. That makes this way beyond Watergate, the biggest probably presidential scandal in in American history. Um, Do we have the evidence to do that? Listen, I wrote a column a a little bit ago that identified five instances where Barack Obama is directly involved in the investigation. We just had a new one come out this past week with the declassification where we find out Barack Obama is uh, uh, briefed by John Brennan in July 2016 that Hillary Clinton is running this dirty trick on Russia against Donald Trump. She's going to try to fake 
portray him as having been involved in the hacking of the DNC documents to get rid of her own political liabilities. Barack Obama was in the know from beginning to end. Whether that being in the know and encouraging it and cheerleading it on is enough to be a crime, it depends what actions are taken. But make no mistake, he was read in, he was cheerleading, particularly when it came to Mike Flynn. Remember the notes that we have mm-hmm. saying he told the FBI, put your best people on it. This is after the FBI concluded there was no criminality. Correct. So Barack Obama's a cheerleader. He's in the know. He's read in all the way through. If he committed a crime, we'll have to see what the evidence is. But uh, make no mistake, he was in on this dirty trick from start to finish. So let me switch gears to Andre Telezenko. People don't know who he really is uh, and, and should. Former Ukrainian diplomat. He's been working with the Senate to expose the Bidens in Ukraine. Uh, he has been, uh, I think, an instrumental source uh, all the way along. He had been trying to testify in front of Congress, and then they keep, they keep stopping it for some reason. Uh, and now we just heard from him yesterday. He is in hiding, and he has had his U.S. visa revoked by the State Department. Why? Yes. Well, I, I, I'm going to answer that question next week with more detail. But I think there is something very explosive that he provided to the Senate last May and June. Uh, that would be one of the biggest embarrassments to the Obama-Biden administration. And once that got known inside the Senate committee, the Senate Democrats and their friends in the deep state of the State Department executed a strategy to smear him, just like they did Devin Nunez, just like they did me during impeachment. We can go through all the people who had the courage to to tell the truth, and they, they get attacked in ways of extraordinary uh, intensity, ruining their reputations, their careers, other things. Next week, I will be able to answer, because I have the actual documents, what it was that Andrei Teloshenko turned over to the Senate that got the Democrats alarmed. And I think when people see that, you'll see that the dirty trick that we've been talking about, which clearly involves the FBI, clearly involves Hillary Clinton's campaign, clearly Barack Obama's in the know, uh, clearly the FBI's in the know, the CIA's in the know. There's going to be some more people in the know, and it's going to take it right into the Obama-Biden White House. Uh, but I got to finish up the reporting on that. And I hope next week we'll be able to tell the American people the the piece of evidence that was the hair trigger that scared the Democrats into beginning to attack Teloshenko. Let's keep in mind, I wrote a story a couple of weeks ago. Andre Teloshenko was the best buddy of the Obama White House. He was constantly meeting with people like Eric mm-hmm. Termella and Liz Zentos, people right under Joe Biden and Barack Obama. They only turned on him when he gave up the goods on something that I think will make everybody shocked to see next week. Well, at least those of us in the right uh, in media will be shocked, but I don't know if it's going <laughs> to. I mean, look, that Brennan is just dismissing and laughing about and CNN is laughing about, you know, his handwritten notes. Yeah, that, that, yeah. that's a pretty big smoking gun. You know what I think I've come to conclude? I, for a long time, I was angry at my profession for the willful blindness, the lack of neutrality, the picking of winners. But there's something amazing that I've seen in the last few months. And it's really because of pioneers like you and Sean and Fox News, all the people that created new websites to tell the other side of the story that gets ignored. These stories are getting around the mainstream media now, and they are seeping into the American public. We had a poll last week, like 60% of Americans believe Joe Biden corruptly used his office to enrich his family. Now, you couldn't have gotten that from reading the New York Times or the Washington Post or CNN or any of the mainstream media. But these stories are seeping around the American public because of people who had the courage like you to create your own platform or myself or, you know, the, well, I, I, the Fox News. It's getting around. The filter is broken. The media can no longer trap these stories. Well, I will tell you that that is true right now. I mean, The Blaze is now the 14th largest publisher 
in all of Facebook. We have the highest engagement. Uh, The New York Times has, I think, like 2,300 engagements with each article. We have 56,000 engagements with our articles. So so it is. It's truly amazing. However, let me just give you this story. I'd like to hear your your comments on this related to that. Um, We just had. um, uh, Let me see if I can find it here. We just we just had Rick Grinnell banned. They locked the account last night on Twitter because he shared an image of the ballots that were sent to him and they were addressed to his parents who have been dead for 10 years. Why can't we share that? Yeah. Well, that's what happens, right? We, we talk about the oligarchs in Russia and Ukraine and we sneer at them and say, we're better than that. We have just created an entire multi-billion dollar system of oligarchs in America who control our thought, who control our speech, who control what you can see and read, what you can share, what you can learn, what opinions you can have. The greatest threat to American democracy uh, going forward is the combination of these high-tech oligarchs, the mainstream media, the Democratic Party, uh, and the deep state all working in together to kind of create a one-party state in America. We have to resist that because that's not what our founding fathers wanted. But when you look at them, Facebook and Google are just as complicit as the news media, the New York Mm -hmm. Times, who gave us all those bad stories, the deep state who made all those fake investigations, and then the Democratic Party who invented all of these false narratives to help their political chances. It's an alliance that is dangerous, but it can be broken. The key is you have to get around the false information and do what you're doing, I'm doing, other people are doing. Get the word out regardless. Uh, we have many ways to get it out that can't be stamped out. And I think we just have to be persistent in telling the truth. Well, I will tell you, uh, John, um, just to put my money where my mouth is, it is not it's never good business to promote a direct competitor. And your website is a direct competitor. I urge you to bookmark justthenews.com. I urge you to read um, this site. You're doing really, really good work, and you need to add this to your uh, daily briefing. John, can you hang on for 60 seconds? Um, And I want to take you to the election. Uh, More with John Solomon, uh, the author of the book Fallout, coming up in just a second. All right, Simply Safe. With everything that is going on right now and what is coming, there will be people that will use the chaos uh, and use the police being tied up in our cities to be able to break into your house. I want you to uh, get on board with Simply Safe. They are making sure that your family and your property uh, are the last things a sane criminal wants to mess with. From the sign in the yard that says Simply Safe to the system that backs it up, you'll be protected. Simply Safe. They make it easy and affordable to have the best home security on the market, and their state of the art equipment and round the clock monitoring make Simply Safe the first name in business. And when you pair house, uh, how inexpensive it is and how easy it is to set up, the fact that you're paying 50 cents a day for monitoring, it's really a no-brainer. Head to simplysafebeck.com, get a free HD security camera with simplysafebeck.com. Make sure you know that I sent you simplysafebeck.com. 10 seconds station ID. Talking to John Solomon, author of the book uh, Fallout, which I'd like to talk about here in a second. Um, 
John, can you tell me uh, you've I'm I'm sure you've done reporting on the uh, uh, transition integrity project. Yes, I have. I have talked to so many people in the last three weeks in Washington. Uh, in fact, I just had Jim Jordan on and he said, I've heard about it, but I don't know anything about it. John, this is a this is a playbook done by Podesta and all the Clinton and Obama people that is in their own words. They're not ashamed of it. It's right. It is insurrection, plotted insurrection that starts November 4th. And nobody seems to be aware of it. Or if they are, they're like, yeah, isn't that a conspiracy theory thing? No. Can you talk to talk about it? Well, what we know about it from my reporting, and I, I was able to confirm this, is the seed money for the Democracy Integrity Project came from George Soros. His own spokesperson in New York confirmed that they put a large sum of money down. And so Dan Jones worked as an FBI agent. He was detailed to uh, Senator Dianne Feinstein on the Senate Intelligence Committee for the end of his career. And then after Donald Trump won the presidency, he started what I call the continuation of the Fusion GPS, Glenn Simpson, Christopher Steele operation, which is this this false information, this uh, disinformation campaign needed to continue in the Democrats' eyes. And so they created a new uh, entity, a 501c3 or 4, I forget, I forget which one, but it's tax exempt. It collects a lot of money from liberal donors, and its original goal was to continue to investigate anything they could on Republicans and try to smear anyone who wasn't there. And so there's belief by, if you look at Devin Nunez's suit, that some of the false information about Devin Nunez was pushed by this group. He's trying to litigate that. We'll see that. Here's the big news that a lot of people didn't pick up. There was this silly article in the New Yorker magazine a few days ago, trying to resurrect for the 900th time, uh, the false story about Alpha Bank and the the server connection and uh, mm-hmm. President Trump. The FBI and Bob Mueller have ruled it out. It didn't happen. But it resurrected but deep in this story, there's a giant uh, headline, and that is that Dan Jones has been subpoenaed by John Durham's investigation. And Bill Taylor, I believe it is, his lawyer is quoted in that article. That is a, a big, big news development. Why is that? It means that what uh, Durham must be looking at is the effort to extend the false narrative or impugn people who are trying to unravel the false narrative and looking for evidence of criminality. So we have to keep an eye on that. You know, we're a long way from knowing what Durham has. Uh, and that's a frustrating part because we're 16 months into his investigation. But the fact that a grand jury subpoena was issued to a former FBI agent uh, in the Russia uh, investigation, I think is significant news. And I, I think we're, you know, what you may learn when Durham's all done is that alliance. You've got this, these old government people creating mm-hmm. counterintelligence operations in the American mm-hmm. United States, trying to harm people who don't agree with them. So um, have you read the executive summary on their war gaming? Uh, about a month or two ago, I did, yes. Okay. But I haven't, I haven't dug all the way in. I'm more familiar with their work before the election than I am what they're planning after the election. All right. So that's where I'm concerned. Um, sure. I am very concerned because they set out and they wargamed four scenarios. A Trump landslide, a close call, uh, ambiguous, and a clear Biden win. All of them end with violence in the streets. Uh, the Trump landslide ends with real violence in the streets uh, and uh, uh, all kinds of litigation through all of them, total and complete chaos. And the the Biden campaign, uh, as it was 
uh, headed in this war game by Podesta, the Biden campaign suggests secession and adding two more states uh, as a bargaining chip uh, to allow Donald Trump to be president in his landslide. It's crazy stuff. And it's yeah. it's in their executive summary. Well, I got to read up on that. I've been so busy on the Russia case. I got to go take a look at that because that is the next. Listen, that we have to see what happens in the election. But this idea that you can impose your will beyond the ballot box is so anti-American. It's so contrary to everything our founding fathers stood for that any any suggestion that it should be done is is something that we all should be alarmed about. Do, no do we? Do you believe we'll have a a fair election with all of the ballots that are being sent out? Yeah, we're doing a lot of reporting at Just the News every day to highlight every example. Because remember, right. the prevailing media stories, there's nothing there. There's no ballot fraud. There's a Correct. lot of ballot fraud. There's a lot of things going on. And the oligarchs are trying to suppress that. They're trying to cheat. But at the end of the day, I think the courts are going to become intervened. And keep in mind that President Trump has appointed more, nearly uh, more judges than any president in history. The courts have become uh, filled with strict constitutionalists. And I think if it does get to the courts and it does get to the Supreme Court, I think the court will try to find the fairest imposition of an election. But there's going to be so many shenanigans. It could take days to sort out what really happened on November 3rd. John, I'm sorry. I'm running out of time. We have about a minute. If you can uh, just uh, give a quick plug for the book. Tell me about it. Thank you. Yeah. So this is a book that I wrote with Seamus Bruner, an investigator with uh, Peter Schweitzer's group. Mm. And we tried to answer the question, why Russia? Why did Hillary Clinton pick that? And mm. the answer is her own polling showed that Russia was her biggest liability going into the 2016 election. So she created the dirty trick that became Christopher Steele. And it tells that story from start to finish. Oh, wow. It's really a 10-year a ten year, year story of Hillary Clinton's failings and then dirty tricks on russia wow sounds great thank you so much john appreciate it book is called fallout his website is just the news john solomon one of the really truly brave reporters and journalists out there who's uh, a mover and shaker this is the glenn beck program so I want to talk to you a little bit about Rectech. Rectech is, I mean, just the best smoker, the best grill I, I, I've ever seen. I mean, I, you know, you go into Home Depot and you drool over some of these grills and things. This puts all of the best to shame. It really does. The uh, Rectech is the smart grilling technology in it that lets you control everything from an app. And I have not burnt or overcooked a sing or undercooked a single thing since I've had Rectech. And it's not just the smart grill technology, which is really great. It's also built like a tank. Um, you know, they, they don't sell it through a third party. You can't go into a store and buy one. So you have to check it out online. The reason why they do that is because they take all of the money that they would have given to that third party and they put it into the grill. It's just fantastic. Do your homework. You're not going to find a better one than Rectech. R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. Rectech with a Q dot com. I ask that you would please subscribe to Blaze TV. We need your support now more than ever. Uh, BlazeTV.com slash Glenn.
This is the Glenn Beck program uh, on Monday. This program is going to be breaking some news that I think you're going to love. Uh, it's killing me not to say it today, but it will be buried on the Friday news dump. And, uh, oh, you're going to want to know about it and share it with some friends. We we break this news uh, on Monday's broadcast. You don't want to miss it. Let me give you just a couple of quick updates, and then we're going to go to the phones. Uh, court blocks the extension of Wisconsin absentee ballots. So this is the federal appeals court yesterday blocked uh, a decision to extend the deadline for counting absentee ballots in Wisconsin. If the ruling stands, absentee ballots will have to be delivered to Wisconsin election clerks by 8 p.m. on Election Day if they're to be counted. Uh, The absentee ballots are uh, due in the uh, clerk's office at 8 p.m. The uh, last month, uh, they said that they could arrive, you know, any time by November 9th. And they'll be counted as long as they were postmarked, you know, November 3rd-ish. I went to the Court of Appeals and they have blocked that. Uh, But the dirty tricks are everywhere. There are several stories today. Um, There is another uh, there is another postal worker that uh, has as is now facing, I think, 20 years in prison. One hundred ballots just dumped. I don't know why they I mean, you're really pretty stupid if you're dumping them in a ditch. They keep dumping them in ditches. Uh, But how many times has this happened where it's not a dummy with a ditch? Texas mayoral candidate arrested on 109 counts of mail-in voter fraud. That is uh, breaking here in Texas. And another one, Uh, Texas Democrat House candidate, uh, Helene Lulu Swanson, who's uh, challenging Republican incumbent Van Taylor in Texas 3rd Congressional District, is actually just a resident of uh, California. Uh, She was working at a California law firm as early, at least last year. She's been there for, I think, 2014. Uh, She has been using an address linked to her parents and voted in Texas in 2016 and 2018 while she was working um, in California. She was was not only working at a... uh, uh, as an active attorney in the state, but she is, uh, it was weird. Uh, uh, she was also uh, living in California and uh, a professor at the University of California, Davis. But she says she understands uh, the concerns of Texans. Uh-huh. I'm sure she does. One last thing, George Soros. Pumping $1.5 million into the Los Angeles County DA race. Um, this is, uh, that's an awful lot of money. He's backing the reform-minded challenger. Uh-huh. This is a guy who wants sweeping criminal justice uh, reforms. And that's exactly what George Soros does in his color revolutions with the State Department. All right, let me go to the uh, phone. Let me go to uh, Massachusetts first. It's uh, June. Hello, June. June, are you there? Hi, Glenn. Hi. Yes, hi, Glenn. Hi, welcome. Hi, welcome. Yes, love your show. (laughs) Thank you. 
cut right to the chase. All right. I listened to the Jim Jordan interview. Uh-huh. Uh, like him. But to me, the deep state is also within our Republican Party. Oh, big time. I really, I, I really think so. Yeah. Uh, we don't have the patriots we need at this time in our Congress. The only patriots are the American people. And how Jim Jordan can say, we got the goods on this one, on this one, and this one. And like you say, justice is moving slow. Yeah, well, Jim, I, I want to make sure that you don't put Jim in that category. Um, Jim is uh, one of the real good guys. And there are f- a few really good people in Congress and in the Senate that are trying to do things. And I talk to them an awful lot. And they are very well aware. And they are ringing the bell. And no one, no one in the GOP is coming to the rescue. Those are the people who are deep state. Those are the people that are, quite honestly, as described to me just two nights ago, uh, the many in the Democratic Party are just waiting for the Biden uh, campaign uh, and the uh, the president to be served by Biden as much as he can. And then Kamala Harris. And then they'll win in 2024. That's insanity. That is insanity. And uh, the Democrat or the Republicans are. Uh, just uh, falling down on the job and not uh, honoring their oath, many of them. But there are some really good ones. Thanks, June, for your call. Let me go to uh, Dan in Colorado. Hello, Dan. Hi, how are you doing today? Good. I told, says I'm really concerned about big tech, the FCC, the whole lot of them. Mm-hmm. Have you considered... Uh, setting up an offshore, out-of-the-country, shortwave radio network, sort of the GB World Radio Service. So I I have uh, thought about shortwave. I have uh, considered options um, outside. I have also talked to some of the, you know, millionaires and billionaires that are supposedly on our side and asked, will you build a bulletproof internet uh property that can go offshore and you hire the tech people to make sure that we can hack in and get into uh america for a new voice of america i have not received a single even interesting interested question follow-up question on those it's been really disheartening Um, But I'm doing all that I can as a private individual. Um, And I would really highly suggest that uh, you, if you are listening, one of the things you should prepare for and get is a shortwave radio. Um, uh, I think that's um, very, very wise at this point. Thanks so much for your call. Julie in New Hampshire. Hi, Julie. Hi. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. been mm-hmm. listening for a long time. Um, I had a couple things, two things I'd like to get out. One is um, I'm in New Hampshire, and I'm absolutely petrified. Everywhere I look is, is Biden, Harris, Black Lives Matter, and mm-hmm. it's not even really an issue up here. Mm-hmm. It's, it's more of a, we have a lot, where I live, there's a lot of influx from Massachusetts, mm-hmm. and we get these, you know, housewives that stay home and think it's a thing that they need to do. Mm-hmm. But it just... I am so scared that if this does turn the other way, you know, where are we going to go? <laughs> I don't want to live in a country that looks like the Biden-Harris country. I, I really don't. And, and I, I'm really worried as to where, you know, my grandchildren are going to go and we're going to go. And 
I, I don't know. I'm hoping that doesn't happen. I, I just don't see a lot of, you know, in this area. I mean, maybe it's just this corner of the world. I don't know. And the other thing. Yeah, the, hang on. Let me answer that first, um, and then we'll get to your next. But, uh, Julie, you're in New Hampshire. So the rest of the country does not look like New Hampshire or New England. Uh, you get into that part of the country, and it is it's amazing how lost it is. There are pockets uh, of of good places, but they're few and far between. Uh, and even those pockets still believe in very, very powerful government. Uh, you get into the rest of the country, and it's a different world. I, I invite you to look at the different parts of, of the country. I hope you're right. I really do, because quite frankly, I'm shaking in my boots right now. I can't yeah. even talk. I've lost business. And I don't even say anything, but I think people know. That's and amazing. I've lost business. I've lost friends. There's like maybe three friends left that I have that we just sort of quietly talk. It's just awful. I don't know if you saw the, the story that came out today from Osama bin Laden's uh, niece. Okay, Her last name is bin Laden. She says she has received more hatred, and it is hard for her to even navigate in the world. More hatred because she supports Donald Trump than having uh, her uncle be Osama bin Laden. That's saying something. So what was your next question, Julie? Well, my next question comes to, I wake up at like three in the morning and I can't sleep. And mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I think the way this this is going around, we're kind of preaching to the choir mm-hmm. and not getting out to the folks that really need to hear it. It's mm-hmm. almost like you need to shock people into realizing that, you know, socialism, you know, where this is leading is not a good thing. I mean, there's a lot of stuff online, but I don't think the right people are seeing it that need to change their minds. So, I, I you know, I wake up and the woke, the woke need to be wakened, in mm-hmm. other words, and I've come up with this whole thing about in 911 USA and just sh- it's not ha- not by president. It's by it's not a president. It's about a person anymore. It's a way of life. Yeah, it is. It, it's not. It, it's nothing about Trump. It's nothing about Biden. It, it's right. How this country is going to look if I'm Biden gets in. And it's not pretty. I mean, if you go and look at some of these folks like listen to Rafael Cruz and Gloria yeah. Alvarez and yeah. Melissa Chen about China and you know, but it's not getting to the other side. They're not seeing this. They're not, they're not realizing what Kamala is saying and what she means or what AOC, AOC about no more brunch. I yeah. mean, it's not getting to the right people. It's almost well, like you need to shock them with some, like some crazy video that. Yeah, there's not. I, I will tell you that I have I've talked to. In fact, I, I, want, I urge you to listen to my podcast. Are you a member of the Blaze? I'm, I'm not. I'm okay, hang on just a second. I'm, can you sign her up for The Blaze? Uh, Julie, I want you to go to uh, The Blaze and listen to my podcast today uh, with Gad Sad. He is a, um, a behavioral scientist, if you will. He uh, is a guy who looks at why people are attracted to things and not attracted to things. Uh, and I talked to him about this very thing. There's what can be done. Uh, and unfortunately, we are in this place right now that not a lot can be done. Um, but he has a really good plan for everybody. Um, and he he's very, very clear uh, that it's going to take everybody. But here's a guy who is a behavioral scientist 
they have the left has all of the behavioral scientists. They've already figured out exactly what needs to be done. For instance, Nancy Pelosi right now is talking about the 24th Amendment. Well, wait a minute. If you don't think that a a Supreme Court justice should be uh, selected and interviewed and possibly uh, put on the court because the election is three weeks away, why would you try to invoke the 24th Amendment when you know the vice president has to sign off on it? Why? Because this is a psychological game, and it is a game that is trying to speak to the the voter in the middle that is tired of all of this and says, geez, let's just get rid of Donald Trump because I can't take any more of this. Just give them what they want. I surrender. That's what's happening. They have all of the behavioral scientists uh, that are on their side working and showing how to maneuver. This thing that I told you about with the transparency uh, or the um, uh, the uh, transition integrity project that that was done with the help of behavioral scientists. So they already know the messages. They know the moves that have to be made. They already have a team of big name pastors. I don't know who they are, but that's what they say. Big name pastors, a coalition of pastors and rabbis that are ready to speak out as soon as soon as riots are happening on the streets as soon as thing gets out of control the democrats are going to lead and it's all in their own words you can read it go to glenbeck.com read it in their own words those pastors will then gather together and march arm in arm like martin luther king i have asked the pastors for how long for how long to assemble how long how many times have i asked during the uh, the uprising of antifa pastors where is the martin luther king you know you got to pick up your own cross at some point you got to pick up your own mantle at some point and that's one of the things gad sad said everyone everyone has to be on board and i will tell you this right now learn to stand and learn to choose you must choose a side learn to choose that's the first thing because no choice is a choice the second thing is learn to stand up learn to speak out if you won't do it at this hour things i've told you this for years things are only going to get harder to speak out we are dealing with people who are so radical that they actually want hearings on people that won't wear masks. And what happens to those people? (sighs) Learn to speak out and learn to choose. Prepare because we need you in the battle. All right. I want to talk to you about having a good night's sleep. Nancy says she wakes up in the middle of the night, and I understand that. I, I can't tell you how many times I've stared at my ceiling going, what? can we do one thing that helps me sleep however is i'm a a sheet snob and uh uh, when mike lindell introduced his giza dream sheets he's like these are the greatest i'm like you're the guy on tv i don't know really they they are the greatest they are the greatest the most comfortable sheets i have ever slept on ever and uh being a sheet snob you know how much nice sheets can cost i mean to the point where like okay i'm not that much of a sheet snob that's nuts 
Oh, yes, but they have one million count threads. Okay, shut up. This is the best sheet, and you're going to get two for one right now at MyPillow.com. Click on the new radio listener specials. Check out the two for one low price on the Giza Dream Sheets plus free shipping. Enter the promo code back at MyPillow.com or call 800-966-3117, MyPillow.com. I would sure like to invite you to join us at blazetv.com. In fact, I'm going to give you a special promo code, Glenn Debates. You'll get 20% off right now. 20% off if you use the promo code Glenn Debates uh, at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Join us uh, in the next three weeks. We've got a lot of information coming your way, a lot of help, and we need your support. This hour is a really important hour that I think we... I want to see if we can post it up on uh, YouTube <laughs> so it'll be available uh, while it lasts. Uh, and it, because it's about critical race theory. It's about Marxism. It is... Uh, it it's all stems from a college student that called me a couple of days ago. And she was on with us. And, and she said, my professor is preaching critical race theory. And uh, I can disagree, but I don't know exactly how to make my points and where do I even look for the the counteracting facts? Well, I wrote a book arguing with socialists and we're going to talk to Grace about her questions, how to argue and I have Justin Haskins who is our co-author and uh, researcher for that particular book. I think he's one of the, the best spoken guys on critical race, on, on socialism and Marxism. He can really boil it down. And I think between the two of us, maybe we can help you understand how to argue against critical race theory. We do that. And I want to take before that just a real quick phone call. Somebody who followed the directions that I gave yesterday. Everyone in this audience has to find one person, not somebody that is already locked into anything, but just is really has honest question find one person between now and the election and see if you can't open their mind and tell them the truth we'll go to that phone call and critical race theory all this hour we begin in 60 seconds this is the glenn beck program we have three weeks to prepare. You have three weeks to prepare. Everything that I said uh, was coming, I believe, is coming starting on November 4th. Not the 3rd, but the 4th. Could be a few days before. Could be a few days after that. Um, but it is time to prepare. And one of the things you need to do, because I believe our police are going to be very, very busy, is make sure that you have a security alarm on your home. Protect your family. Protect your uh, your stuff. Uh, you want to make sure that you are alerted and police are alerted in time and it doesn't go to the bottom of the list because Simply Safe has state of the art equipment and round the clock monitoring. They've added something that really only big companies get, and that is video verification. So when a bank is uh, the alarm goes off, they don't just think, oh, well, that's just the alarm going off. We'll get to it later. They usually have video verification and the alarm company calls the police and said, this is real. Make sure you're there. And they show up. That now is available through Simply Safe for you at simplysafebeck.com. You pay 50 cents a day for the monitoring, but prepare and uh, prepare to protect your family. Simplysafebeck.com. Go there now. Simplysafebeck.com. 
All right, let me uh, let me first before we go into critical race theory, let me go to Ellen in Iowa. Hello, Ellen. Hi, Glenn. How are we're you? Long-time, we're longtime listeners. Thank but you. I'll get straight to the point. Yesterday, right. we had the opportunity to um, go to a county official. I will not tell you what exactly he does, but mm-hmm. he's very influential, mm-hmm. and he's a lifelong Democrat, sixty years old. And <laughs> this honey badger went to work on him. Ah, good for you. So I just said, you know, we talked about a lot of things um, in relation to uh, how we could be protected if things went bad. Uh-huh. And anyway, I said, well, I just would like to tell you that I, I'm offering you this challenge. I'll give you 100 bucks to buy the subscription. <laughs> and <laughs> and I just, just give me a month of listening to... You know, to Glenn, once a day, just a month. Just give me a month. You did this yesterday? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Yes. And, you know, he's a really nice guy. Mm -hmm. He he is an old school Democrat. Mm -hmm. He, he... those don't exist very much anymore, unfortunately. No, yeah. no and I told him, you know, yeah. we just won't be voting for any Democrat. Right. So I was good friends was, with Joe Lieberman. I still am good yeah. friends with Joe Lieberman. I like those guys. I don't necessarily yeah. agree with them all the time, but they're good no. people. Yeah. But, you know, he he doesn't like abortion. He's Second Amendment. He's, yeah, yeah. You know, yep. all those things. So anyway, that's how it ended up. We, I, he wouldn't take the $100, of course. He'll yeah. just bill me. Well, but. you, I tell you, Ellen, will you do me a favor? Tell me in a month. Uh, okay. And and tell me even in fifteen days how things are working out. The okay. the thank you so much. The challenge I gave to you yesterday is find one person and not not to sign them up to the blaze, but for you to sit down and talk to them and just say, do you know about this story and this story and this story? Um, and the information is all there. We've provided a lot in uh, in their own words in their own documents. Uh, and people need to know that and they don't need it coming from me because a lot of people don't trust me that that's fine after the millions of dollars that have been spent uh, uh, to discredit I, I get it I get it you, let's use their own words and when you can actually show them their own words and show them what's coming uh, I think they they might wake up uh, but not the hardcore people just people who are reasonable who believe the same things you do generally. You just disagree on policies. Uh, all right. Um, let me go to uh, Grace. Hello, Grace. How are you? Hi. How are you? Very good. Uh, where do you go to school? I shouldn't even ask that. Um, you're in Texas, and you have a professor. And tell me about the professor without singling him out or her. Sure. Um, so my professor... Uh, we're learning about different communication theories. And mm-hmm. what we have been talking about for the last few weeks is critical theory, especially in the economic sense. Mm-hmm. Um, basically saying that there is a huge gap between the bottom 10% and the top 1%. Mm-hmm. And the people in the bottom 10% are stuck there and the people at the top are resilient and stay at the top and basically have um, a hand over everyone. And the people at the bottom, um, especially the communities of color, do not really, they have a chance, but it's a very limited chance of getting even in the top 10%. Right. So, okay. Um, All right. So you have to argue uh, this. 
it's it's a flawed uh, thing to if you're going to argue that this system as it currently stands is a free market because it's not a free market. Uh, it is big businesses and those with real money uh, colluding uh, with Congress and, and everybody else, not through just elections, uh, but through uh, uh, lobbying. That really, I mean, that's why you see Google and uh, Twitter getting all of the special exemptions because they've got enough money to be able to do it. So don't argue uh, that this system that we're using right now, this system needs to be cleaned up and people need to go to jail and laws need to be enacted to stop this kind of stuff. Uh, Grace, let me introduce you to Justin Haskins. Have you have you two met? Have you already talked on the phone? Uh, we actually talked yesterday on the phone. Okay. Yes. All right. So, Justin, welcome, Justin. Uh, Justin is, I think, one of the best voices on uh, socialism, Marxism, uh, what's going on in America, and uh, also critical theory. And I get a little uh, uh, fuzzy and probably too much in the weeds on critical theory. So, I wanted to get Justin, who I think is really good. Hi, Justin. Hey, how you doing, Glenn? Good to speak with you. Uh, good, to, good to talk to you. Uh, so, Justin, you understand what Grace is trying to find out, right? I do, yes. Okay. We, Grace and I spoke yesterday, and uh, she's got an assignment coming up. And if we don't get an A on this assignment, I'm going to have a Black Lives Matter-like <laughs> protest on the front lawn of the college. I think that's what we're going to do. Okay. That's be the plan. So, Justin. Um, I do understand it. Take, yeah. her, take her through and the audience, because there's a lot of people. Uh, you know, I just talked to Gad, Gad Sad um, uh, yesterday. And, and by the way, if you're a Blaze TV subscriber, that is out right now. You can watch it on demand. Tomorrow it'll be released on YouTube for everybody else about 3 o'clock in the afternoon. But, Grace, I urge you to watch that because he's also, uh, I mean, he's a professor. And he explains what's going on really, really well. I think that will help you as well. If you have somebody in your life that is trying to figure things out, watch that podcast with him uh, because he's, he's really good. All right. So, Justin, where do we start? Okay, so I think the, 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 best, the most important thing to understand is what critical theorists are trying to do. And what, what critical theorists are trying to do is they're looking at the world, the way of looking at the world, that's what critical theory is. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to explain why the problems that exist in the world exist the way that they do. Mm-hmm. And essentially what critical theorists argue, uh, and there's a whole bunch of different kinds of critical theories, but what they always try to argue is um, that the reason why some groups of people in society, whether it's race or religion or any other kind of group, class, Um, The reason why those people are not successful uh, relative to other people, not as successful as other people, is because of power structures, differences between power in society. So, for example, critical race theory is one of the easiest ones to understand. Uh, White people wrote the laws of the United States. This is how a critical race theorist would talk. White people wrote the laws of the United States. So the system is rigged in the favor of white people even if they didn't do it uh, deliberately. They subconsciously did it. They created a system that benefits their own group. And so African-Americans and Hispanics and other groups, they have no hope of success because the rules are written to favor the people who are in power. And, and that's what makes it so hard for people to move out of lower classes into upper classes. This is what they would 
argue. And so all the problems that exist in society exist in directly or indirectly because of a difference in power dynamics between groups. So the only way to fix that is for there to be no differences in powers between groups. Now, this is why it's so important for people. It's really important for people to understand this. This is a fundamentally Marxist concept. And the reason I say that is not only because Karl Marx made these exact same kinds of arguments about wealth when he's arguing against capitalism, but because when you take this to its logical end, if you have different amounts of wealth in society, even if you could fix all the other differences in power, if you have different amounts of wealth in society, then you have different amounts of power in society. So the only way to fix the problem, if you take it to to its logical end, is for everyone to have exactly the same amount of wealth. That's communism. That's why this system ultimately always leads back to Marxism, because that's the only way for there to have no differences in power that in, in society. The other way to go is like a national socialism or some sort of authoritarianism. It doesn't have to be communism, but it's always Marxism. Um, you know, the the Nazis were socialists, national socialists. And what they said was um, uh, you can have private property. But you can only use it the way the state wants you to use it. Uh, what the Great Reset now being pushed by uh, the U.N. Um, and also uh, the Economic Forum, World Economic Forum, uh, that Great Reset is based on this same thing that we're going to balance everything out and you'll be companies will be able to own things. But and they'll be the manufacturing company. Apple will still exist. But they'll be partners with the government. They'll have to make the things that the government and their advisors say they need to make. Um, And it's more of a Chinese communism where it's a hybrid between the two, they say. But there is no free market in that. Would you agree, Justin? Yeah, that's that's exactly right. This is the way that you you get socialism in the 21st century. You're not going to get it through marching people out of the cities into communes in the countryside like they did 50, 60 years ago. It's just not going to happen. You're going to do it exactly the way you just described by controlling the economy, not necessarily owning everything. And the elites, of course, are the only people in in the world who are qualified enough to tell everyone in the world how to live. It has to be the, the elites that control all of us. So you're exactly right. And that's, that's what the Great Reset is all about. And that's what the World Economic Forum is pushing for. Okay, so Grace, I'm going to take a minute um, and then see where we go from uh, from here. Um, but uh, it's it's uh, really critical, I think, that you don't argue necessarily communism because communism is an old uh, theory that will be easily discredited, uh, that nobody's talking about communism. The Chinese uh, model is, and you've heard people say this all the way to Joe Biden, that is the model of the future to a lot of people. Um, and, uh, and not for the individual, because Marxism always dismisses the individual and human nature. More in just a second. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Okay, what can you do to prepare? Because this is the month of preparation. Uh, We've had four weeks now. I've been warning you now since last week that this is coming in November. So uh, batten down the hatches. What can you do to prepare? One thing is, is 
get your finances in order as much as you can. If you own a home or you're buying a new home, you need a mortgage that is the lowest possible interest rate that you can possibly get. If you already have a home, if you're paying even in the high threes for interest rate, you are paying way too much. So get a uh, maybe even a consolidation loan, get all of those high interest credit cards or just refi your mortgage and you don't have to reset the years and the terms. Just get into lower interest rates wherever possible. It will help you weather the storms in the future. American Financing is the place that I would recommend that you call 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. So, Grace, before we move on, any questions on, on what uh, Justin just said? So far, it is making sense. He's very clear. So. Okay. Okay. Uh, so where do we go now? Right. So, so I think we need to start explaining how you can dismiss this argument. It's a very, very popular argument. Uh, essentially, uh, as Grace pointed out, one of the, 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 the go-to arguments that they make on the left is there's this wealth gap. And this wealth gap is proof of the fact that there's this oppression that's going on, that the system is rigged, that it's completely unfair, and they focus on that wealth gap all the time, right? So the most important, there's two ways to debunk socialism in general, I think, all kinds of socialist systems. The first is an economic argument, all right? And what you want to do is you want to look at the history of the world. Just look at the history of the world. Find any successful socialist society that has ever existed. And by the way, they never happened. Yeah, they they existed in America. Uh, Really good, smart uh, socialists have tried it in America. In fact, uh, look here in Dallas. That's what Reunion Square is about. That was a town of socialists. In fact, the leader, one of the leaders of France of the Socialist Party came over here to do it and it failed spectacularly uh, spectacularly so even the best minds have tried it and with the best intent and it fails always right exactly and not just in as you not just in america not just in europe in asia in africa literally every continent on the planet where there's human beings they've tried some kind of socialist system and it has failed spectacularly and in most cases those those countries don't exist anymore those governments have been completely abandoned um so the history of it just right off the bat should be a gigantic red flag if you can't find one successful example of of your idea that's been around for 150 years then maybe your idea is not a very good one you know i think that's a, a good way to start and it and, 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 and hold on just a second and i want you to i want you to know the pilgrims tried a form of it the mormons tried a form of it after they had crossed the mountain they were so broken and, uh, and just broken they tried uh i think it was called the united order or something they tried something where it, it, it basically socialism before marx so even the best intended people even the people who are loyal to god this is not about marx this is about human nature it doesn't work 
Go ahead, Justin. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, and in arguing with socialists, the quotes from the pilgrims, from the Puritans, talking about how this system doesn't work are absolutely unbelievable. Uh, if people don't have, if they have arguing with socialists, look that up. If you don't have it, buy it and, and check those quotes out because they're unbelievable. Um, but the second thing that, we, that I think needs to be addressed is this wealth inequality argument. The fact of the matter is, and, and this is going to sound a little controversial to some people, but I don't give a crap about wealth inequality. It doesn't matter. And the reason it doesn't matter is because if you look at history, the societies that have had the best wealth equality are the ones that are hell holes. Those are the places where everybody's miserable. That's what you get in North Korea. It, you know, everyone is essentially equal, except for the ruling people, of course, but everyone else is essentially equal. That's what we see in Cambodia with the killing fields and the Khmer Rouge. That was what they were going for there. When that's, you have absolute wealth equality, you end up with lots of poverty. And that's why and that's the, the, the great example of this is that's why the Venezuelan people hired a bus driver. A guy who had never been rich it was not powerful. He's going to be the ruler of the people. But once these people get in charge, people with power go corrupt almost always. And when they have no stops, that's why that bus driver is now one of the richer people in the world. That's exactly right. Now, conversely, the societies that have wealth inequality and have free markets and or relatively free markets and some and protections for individual liberty because you have to have both of those things you can't just have free markets without protections for individual liberty but when you have both what we see is even though you have big wealth gaps the quality of life for everyone has dramatically improved in these societies over the past two to three hundred years and there are essentially no exceptions to this this is the norm this is the rule if you have a free market society and you have protections for individual liberty the quality of life for even the poorest people in society will be dramatically improved all right hang on we've got more in just a second the Glenn Beck Program. I want to tell you about Garrett. He lives in South Carolina. Thankfully for him, he's a listener to the program because a couple of years ago, he hurt his back lifting some boxes on the job, and his life took a serious turn in the wrong direction. For months afterwards, he could barely get around, let alone do his job well, and he was beginning to get really, really desperate. When he heard me talking about Relief Factor, he was like, nah, that's not going to work for me. He was skeptical. He didn't try it for several months. Uh, And Garrett, I completely understand. That's exactly the way I was. Finally, he had something, maybe his wife finally just said, just try it. When he finally did, the result is he got his life back. Garrett has his life back. And it's because of relief factor. It's not a drug developed by doctors. It, It reduces inflammation. I I would bet you that it would not work on me, but I take it three times a day. And when I stop taking it, I get my pain back. It's 1995 to try it. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. So it works. Relieffactor.com. 800-583-84. Relieffactor.com. Hey, uh, more on uh, socialism and some really exciting news next.
Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. It's uh, Friday. In the uh, middle of the break, I've been, uh, I was just listening to Nina Simone. And I only mention that because it'll piss everybody on the left off that I love Nina Simone. Just want to throw that out there. Uh, uh, let me go back to uh, Grace and Justin. Grace is a college student. Justin Haskins is the uh, co-author of the book, Arguing with Socialists. Uh, and she is having to uh, write a paper uh, about critical theory. And the professor seems to only be teaching critical theory. Um, and she disagrees with it, but she wants to know how best to make the argument. Grace, how are we doing so far? <laughs> We're doing good. Um, I do want to mention, actually, if you don't mind, sure. that my professor did say yesterday in class, he said, if you disagree with me, I appreciate that because you are not taking things at face value. Good so for I'm him. sure he'll, yeah, I'm sure good he'll appreciate him. this paper. <laughs> yeah, good, good, good. So um, w- what, what else do you need help with? Sure. So how would you oppose critical theory without sounding heartless? Oh, my gosh. This is this is great. This is great. We could go on for two hours on this one. You want to start, Justin? Yeah, I, I think that the best way to start is to do exactly what Glenn said earlier and admit that the current system is broken. It's full of cronyism. It's no good. We don't like the current system as it stands now. It's I think that's not a really the, important. Point. Yeah, it's not the free market. What we're experiencing is not the free market. Exactly. And then I think the I think the second point that you want to hammer right away is you want to say, look, what I want is a system that makes everyone wealthy. I want everyone's life to be better. I want everyone to be wealthy and successful and healthy and happy. That's what I want. And I believe that history shows unequivocally that the best way to do that is to have a free market economic system that when you the, the freer the market is in a society, and coupled with individual liberty, coupled with protections under the rule of law, the freer that market is, the more economic success that country has for everybody across everybody. the board. It's, right, in the book, exactly. we talk and about the really important point to make in the book. We talk uh, about India. And if you look at uh, India, uh, it was a communist country. It was a socialist country. The caste system. I mean, it was you were either going to make it or you're not. Now that there is the free market in India, India is exploding. It's it's still not uh, America, uh, but it is changing a great deal. And it gives people the opportunity at any level to start something themselves. You, in India, you have all kinds of shop owners that had nothing. They had nothing. And now they have their own cart or their own shop. And they're much happier and have access to wealth now that they didn't have before. That's that's exactly right. And and actually, the story of India and really the story of some of the liberalization that's gone on in China, too, although they're obviously not a free market country um, in both of those places. Hundreds of millions of people over the past 50 years, hundreds of millions of people, more people have left poverty in those countries than 
people live in the United States in just the past 50 years. So why is it that we don't hear that narrative ever being talked about when we have these conversations about socialism and capitalism and capitalism and free markets, even though they're just putting a little drop of free market capitalism into their system, they are lifting hundreds of millions of people from poverty. The best thing that could have ever happened to India and to China is even just a little bit of, of, capitalism in their society and so it's and and use the word free market over capitalism because capitalism is is what people think of when they think of this country and uh this country unfortunately is crony capitalism uh it is on the path to what russia has russia doesn't have a free market you have a bunch of people that are still in pain because you had the the former communists take control. They just took off their uniform and put a suit on. Now they become oligarchs and now they off each other. Um, it's 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 a mob run system uh, over there. Russia is an example of 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 communists not knowing how to use the free market as the everyday average person. And then those in power taking control again and instead of just having the state take it from people they just take it they just take the power and the money and they become oligarchs so you need to really talk about um adam smith's understanding of a moral society uh and a uh and and a uh um a system that you you haven't seen here in america it requires people to be involved but if you believe in the individual and you believe in free will and freedom of choice which i believe is is a god thing we were given free will if you believe in martin luther king and what he said that all men should be looked at and judged by the content of their character not the color of their skin not their wealth nothing just what is it they do a merit-based society where the government, as it says in the Declaration of Independence, is instituted among men to protect those rights. Right now, our government is protecting the rights of the wealthy instead of protecting the rights of all men. It's why justice is blind. But we don't have a blind justice system anymore. Look at what happens if you are a elected official. You can get away with anything. If you're somebody with power, you can get away with it. If you're somebody who's just the average Joe, you go to prison. That's not blind justice. That's not the Constitution. That's not part of the system that we uphold. We want people to, uh, uh, to be uh, happy and fulfilled. But unless you can um, chart your own course... Unless you can say, yeah, I know I'm going to be poor because it, uh, it sucks. But uh, I really believe in the toy train wheel store because I'm an expert on toy train wheels and that's all I want to sell. OK, well, that's probably not going to be successful. But that person goes to work every day and they love their job. They love it because they have the chance to be who they are. I can't guarantee you a success on that. But uh, they uh, they are happy. The other thing you have to remember, um, and this is really kind of Anna, um, Adam Smith's uh, moral sentiments in a nutshell. 
the best kind of capitalism is the kind of capitalism that says, what do people need? Okay. What do they need? How can I make their life better? For instance, windows, windows by Bill Gates changed the world and made our lives so much easier because all of a sudden we didn't have to have to learn code. It just all of a sudden the window was there and we could use these instruments and they've changed the world and made all of our lives better. Apple, what does the world need? They they need a way to access music and their phone and take pictures. So the free market asked, what do they need? And then it created it. So the best way for capitalism to really work is when you have those entrepreneurs that are saying, how can I make people's lives better? How can I make their lives easier? When people are incentivized to help other people, uh, amazing things happen. For instance, it will always be the rich that get, in fact, my wife for my 40th birthday, 15 years ago, my 40th birthday, my wife bought the very first flat screen hang on the wall television. It was a Sony Trinitron flat screen. It weighs a ton uh, and it costs $10,000. A flat screen now hangs in some of the lowest class uh, homes in America because, yes, the rich do buy it, but that money pushes it forward so it can go down and become cheaper and cheaper and cheaper until people can everybody can access it. Yeah, that, that's that's a that's a great point, Glenn. And the other the other side of that is that progress, that progress can only come when you have a high level of efficiency in the economy. Mm-hmm. And what government does when they start getting involved in the economy is slowing that efficiency down and making it harder for that progress to occur. And that actually limits the ability over the long run for lower income people to move out of poverty because they're limiting economic opportunities. And we see this across our entire country at the state and federal level with things like occupational licensing rules where you can't even cut people's hair now without getting a license. We see this for all kinds of other things. Regulations are actually keeping people in poverty and limiting economic growth. If we didn't have so much of that, the economy would be growing faster. People would be making more money. The quality of life would be improved. That's not happening in large part because the government is keeping its boot on the throat of regular people and not allowing them to have those economic opportunities. And then the system is rigged at the top because the wealthiest most influential corporations are able to buy support at the political level to craft the rules so it benefits them and not their competitors. A free market system would never allow for any of that to happen. And I, I just want you to remember one thing, uh, Grace. Um, you people will say, but yeah, but people will suffer. People will people will go broke. Yes, yes, they will. Um, it, it is not always because you're a non-compassionate hate monger that you say people have to pay the consequences the banks never paid the consequences they were sa- they were saved by the federal government in this in this crony capitalism they made really bad unethical decisions they should have paid for it 
Now, would we have all paid for it? Yes. But I contend, I contend we are paying for it in a different way right now with civil unrest. It is a loving parent that allows their children to feel the ramifications of their own actions. My dad told me if you ever are pulled over and you're drunk or driving and you get pulled over and you're going to jail, you will not see my ass bailing you out. And he meant it. And it, why did he do that? Because he's a bad guy? No, because my actions have serious consequences, and I need to pay that price. That's real compassion, not just handing everybody anything that they want. Um, Grace, I've got to run. Is, how, has this been helpful? Yes, absolutely. This has helped me so much narrow down how I can argue against critical theory. Great. Um, uh, we want to hear the updates on it and send me your paper because I'd love to read it. All right. Thank All right. you. Thank I you. Will. You bet. Thanks. Justin, thank you very much. Uh, you bet. Uh, Justin and I, by the way, are working on a new book you are going to really, really love. Some good news here coming up in just a second uh, on the education front uh, that kind of ties into what we just did. Uh, we'll talk about it in just a second. First, our sponsor is real estate agents I trust. Buying and selling a home is really hard work most of the time. Getting your house ready to sell is like trying to herd cats, everything in a different direction, and you've got enough on your uh, on your plate. The art of the deal. Are you, I mean, you got to have the right person negotiating for you. What you don't need is a real estate agent that is uh, doing it part-time or doesn't have the best track record, and you just don't know because you haven't had the ability to check into it. Well, that's what realestateagentsitrust.com does. We check into everybody's record, and we find the ones that have the best track record. So it doesn't matter who they work for, and they don't work for real estate agents I trust. Um, and we find the person that has the best track record in your area, and that's the one we recommend. And they're not just the best sales. They also are the best with the customer service because that matters when you're selling a home. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Whether you're buying or selling, you'll find the right real estate agent. It's free to you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenbeck Program. We're glad you're listening. Thanks so much for sharing your week with us and spending as much time as you do. We know you're busy. I hope we have never wasted your time. We try not to. Um, I have some exciting news that we're going to be announcing uh, October 24th uh, on a special webcast only. Uh, we'll give you all the details. But if you found that helpful at all about critical theory, we are doing classes now. And we're starting classes uh, beginning. Uh, well, we'll announce it then. Um, but uh, we have built an education center here in Dallas. And it is uh, open to anyone that uh, wants to come it'll be open for families and individuals of any age we do uh, in the summer we do take college students uh, but we want you to get involved it will not only be in person you can sign up online this will be using our our library of 150,000 founding documents 
uh, and all of the resources of the Mercury Museum as well. Uh, and you are going to learn a lot. It's time for a real education that doesn't tell you what to think. It teaches you how to think and what you really believe in and why do you believe those things. Uh, it's a challenging course, and uh, it will be available uh, very soon. And we'll have more details on that on October 24th. October 24th is the uh, day that I'm going to be doing a live uh, broadcast uh, online only. I think it will be at Mercury One. It will also be on The Blaze if you're a subscriber of The Blaze. Um, but uh, it will be for free at MercuryOne.org uh, as well. The uh, American Journey Experience begins October 24th. Have a very safe weekend. Find a friend that has an open mind and just talk to them. Don't try to convince them of anything. Just talk to them and ask them about some of the news stories that you know are absolutely true. Uh, see if you can convert one person before the election. Uh, don't start with the hardcore people. Get the ones that have an open mind this still. Is the Glenn Beck.